there's not going to be a haiku today. Uh, because, yeah, it doesn't seem appropriate. Because my haikus are actually to make fun of things. And I don't think this is th something to make fun of. So, I just want to ask you four qu or three questions. Can you think of something worse that could happen in 2020 that might cause more violence and a possible civil war? How about this one? Can you think of something else that the media could flip out about? Finally, can you think of something else that could get Donald Trump impeached again before he's the election in November? And I just wanted to say re-elected in November. Well, I can. Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, opening up a seat on the Supreme Court. And Trump plans to fill it with a conservative before the election. That should do it. That should affect all three of those previous questions. Let's talk about the notorious RBG and her life and the reaction to her death and the left's overreaction to her death. Because even though I couldn't stand Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she was a pretty brilliant human being. I just didn't believe in anything she believed in. So let's talk about her. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I know I should be completely somber at this moment, um, and I will be. I respect the woman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't like her. I'm thrilled she's off the Supreme Court. I didn't want her to die. But, I mean, she was a leftist, and she was a hateful leftist. She was not a nice human being. So, but, I mean, that doesn't mean she's not brilliant, or we shouldn't celebrate her life, or she was one of the most influential Supreme Court justices. She was. And so we are going to celebrate her life a little bit. But... I told you so. I told you so. The worst thing that could happen is if Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies before before the election. And by the way, I'm not one of these people that thinks that um, if just because someone dies, we need to jump up and down and cry and everything. I never liked Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't. That doesn't mean I wanted her to die. It doesn't mean she didn't have a good family. She was a very religious woman. I didn't believe in any... For example, her pro-abortion stance for me was disgusting. I'm sorry, it, it was. Even some of her stance on women's rights, which really went to the extreme, were disgusting. And a lot of her rulings were disgusting. Now, does that mean I don't think she's brilliant? No, I would never want to debate her. She's far more intelligent than I am. I'm sorry, you don't transfer from Harvard Law School to Columbia Law School unless you're pretty smart. And she was very smart. But uh, I'm telling you, oh my God, so let, let's talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg first. Let's have a discussion about, you know, her life and stuff. Because she really did have an absolutely wonderful life. Um, I, I, I may not have agreed with anything she believed in. I, I didn't say some things. I mean, pretty much anything she believed in. And contrary to what pe people believe, she was not the far leftist on the on the Supreme Court. Sotomayor and Kagan take the take the cake on that. And now they could be in real big trouble if Trump actually gets his way. For they will be the minorities in the court. Now, granted, um, the Republicans are probably going to lose a, or the conservatives are probably going to lose a, uh, a jurist in Clarence Thomas in the next four years. If Biden wins, he'll be able to replace him. But this doesn't look good. But I, let's, so let's talk about, let's talk about, um, let's talk about, uh, 
Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So she was born on March 15, 1933 in Brooklyn, New York, as Joan Ruth Bader. She had a sister who died when she was a baby, and her mother died when she was 17. So right off the bat, this gal has had problems in her life that she had to get over. She received a bachelor's degree from Cornell University. Now, if you don't know Cornell University, that's, that's, that's a pretty heavy university. That's a good university to get a bachelor's from. She married Martin Ginsburg before attending Harvard Law School. He also attended Harvard Law School. Oh, wow. So right off the bat, you can see these guys are going to go. That's where she got Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know why she dropped the Jones so much. Uh, she transferred to Columbia Law School where she graduated first in her class. So right off the bat, Columbia Law School and Harvard Law School, about the same. Pretty smart woman. There's no question about it. She was a professor at Rutgers Law School and Columbia Law School. So obviously Columbia knew she was pretty smart. Uh, Ginsburg spent a considerable part of her legal career as an advocate for gender equality and women's rights, winning multiple arguments before the Supreme Court. So she wasn't one of these, uh, uh, I think, um, uh, Roberts is one who never really argued in front of anybody. She actually went out there and she worked. She advocated as a volunteer attorney for the American Civil Liberties Union and was a member of the board of directors and one of his general counsels in the 1970s. In 1980, President Jimmy Carter appointed her to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit, which I believe is like the highest level you can get outside of the um, Supreme Court. President Clinton nominated her to um, the Supreme Court as an associate justice in on June 14, 1993, to fill the seat vacated by the retiring Justice Byron White. Now, this was so long ago, I don't even know who this who that is. In her personal life, her husband died in 2010. She had uh, two children, James and Jane. She struggled with cancer. She had colon cancer, a cancerous tumor in her lungs, which had to be removed last year, and pancreatic uh, cancer, which uh, uh, eventually actually killed her. Now, just to tell you where these people lie, and, and this is something that really bothers me, her politics and the law were not her main purpose of life. And this is where I really liked her. Because no one on the Supreme Court could have been more against uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg than Anthony, uh, Ant Antoine Sc Scalia. Anton Scalia? I don't know. And he was about, he was the most conservative justice on the Supreme Court. The two were the best of friends. They had family together. They were, um, they'd been together for a long time. Reagan appointed uh, Scalia, uh, Scalia and um, Clinton appointed uh, Ginsburg. They went to had family dinners together. They went out as a family together. Um, Scalia and uh, Ginsburg used to have lunch together and both were in love with the opera and they used to go to operas together. So this was not a bad woman. She was she was a a, a classical liberal as Scalia uh, Scalia was a classical conservative. There was nothing wrong. I would love to have met her. I don't like her politics at all. I would love to debate abortion with her. I bet I could beat her. But, I mean, she was not a bad woman, and she should be celebrated 
Flags are at half mast right now, and they should be at half mast. So good for her. Just I, I, I'm sorry she's gone. I'm sorry for her family. Hopefully she's with her husband Martin and Anton Scalia up in heaven. She deserves to be in heaven. God bless her, and I miss her, and I will miss her because she did get my heart going. Without I could run, couldn't run ten miles without my heart going as much as when she did a ruling. But I, I really do. I think I am going to miss her. I'm glad she's off the Supreme Court. I just wish she would have gone off more on her own terms. Reactions around the world? Well, yeah, and there were a bunch. Trump found out about Ginsburg's death at, before he took a flight back from back to Washington from a campaign rally. I believe it was in, in uh, Minnesota. His reaction was actually pretty classy. Listen to this one. She just died? Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. She led an amazing life. What else can you say? She was an amazing woman. Whether you agreed or not, she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life. I'm actually sad to hear that. I am sad to hear that. Now, it just sounds like surprise. I mean, I, I said it was actually a classy statement. The reason it's a classy statement is because I know what Trump has said when he's been surprised in the past. He usually says something stupid. He usually, I was, I would expect him to say, oh, great, I'll have someone picked out by Tuesday or something like that. She died on Friday. And he didn't. He said, you know, she was a great woman. She was. Don't have to necessarily agree with her politics. I wish she had left earlier. She hated Trump. There was no question. Supposedly, one of her death pets requests was not to replace her until Trump was out of office, which is weird. And probably not going to happen. But the fact is, he could have said some really nasty things, and he didn't. He let it go. And he even moved on by saying this uh, in, his, in his statement that he released. Uh, here we go. Let me get it here. Okay, quote, Today, our nation mourns the loss of a titan of the law. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg served more than 27 years as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, notably just the second woman to be appointed to the court. She was a loving wife to her late husband, Martin, and a dedicated mother to her two children. Renowned for her brilliant mind and her powerful dissents at the court at the Supreme Court, Justice Ginsburg demonstrated that one can disagree without being disagreeable. That's what I mean when I say she is a classical liberal. She is. She's very left-wing in her opinions, but she is a classical liberal. She will. She doesn't care if you're a conservative. You don't have to talk about politics if you guys are going to disagree. But I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'll go. Uh, without being disagreeable towards one's colleagues or different points of view, of view, her opinions, including well-known decisions regarding the legality of women and the disabled, have inspired all Americans and generations of the great legal minds. A fighter to the end, Justice Ginsburg battled cancer and other very long odds throughout her remarkable life. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Ginsburg family and their loved ones during this difficult time. May her memory be a great and magnificent blessing in the world. That is the classiest freaking statement I, I think you can come up with, and that's all he said. And then you've got Joe Biden. He also made a statement. Let's listen to his statement and talk about it.
we should focus on the loss of her the justice and uh, her enduring legacy. But there is no doubt, let me be clear, that the voters should pick the president and the president should pick the justice for the Senate to consider. Yeah, not so classy. Because it took him a grand total of about a minute and a half to go political on it. First off, the voters did pick the president. The president is Donald Trump. So there's a huge problem right there that Biden's going to have. You can't sit back and say, well, the president, I know, I know, the, um, they, the, uh, or, um, what's his name, um, McConnell rejected the uh, Obama appointee back in 2016-15. But you know what? That's called politics. That's the way it works, and it had nothing to do with Trump. If McConnell wants to do it, McConnell will do it. And there's nothing anybody can do about it, and it's all legal. I'm sorry I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's talk about let's talk about um, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell said um, he would waste no time getting the nominee through the Senate, that Donald Trump should pick a nominee, bring that nominee to the Senate. The Senate would vote before the election, and that's it. End of story. Of course, this flipped absolutely everybody out. And suddenly we forgot that a woman actually died. We forgot there was a mourning period. Now understand something. I don't think what Mitch McConnell did. This was not the time. You could have waited three days. I'm not kidding. This was said the day after she died. I Can you just wait till Monday or Tuesday, have a discussion with the president, say you're sorry she passed away, and move on from there? Why Mitch McConnell had to bring this up? She dies on Friday night and he says this on Saturday. This isn't. But this started a landslide. Chuck Schumer, the uh, House Minority or the uh, Senate Minority Leader, uh, said the American people should have a voice in the selection of the next Supreme Court justice. Therefore, this vacancy should not be filled until we have the next president. Um, no, we're going to go after go why this can't happen. That 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 has to be filled, no matter what, in the next few in the next month. It does need to be filled. And there are many re- reasons. And notice something, nothing positive about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's just completely political. Then there was uh, Maisie Hirono, the miserable senator, senator from Hawaii, who, I mean, I don't know, this gal, I don't know how she signs her name on anything. She's so stupid. So she started the first tweet with Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a giant. There are literally not enough words to describe the transformational impact she had on the lives of millions of Americans as an advocate and a jurist. Now, I know she had to have someone write that because those, I mean, transformational, really big word, and she's really stupid. But she continues, I have a very simple message for Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell tonight. The best and only way to honor the life's work of Justice Ginsburg, a giant of a jurist is to honor her fervent final wish that she not be replaced until a new president is installed. Um, first off, that kind of assumes that <laughs> a new president's going to be installed. And then if that happens, do you think anything is going to change? Not at all. Uh, you know what? Get her in there. Get a new one in there. And I, oh, I just let the cat out of the bag. There will be a new woman in there. I already know who it is. I'll tell you at the end of this this uh, article. So Senator Chris uh, Chris Murphy, 
tweeted, if Republicans go forward and reverse the precedent they set in 2016, the Senate will never, ever be the same. It will be changed forever. I pray tonight that at least a few of my Republican colleagues will understand this. Well, it turns out they're going to need a few more than a few Republican colleagues to reverse this. And by the way, that wasn't a precedent. precedent. There was no legality. When uh, Gar- Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland is what they're talking about. Merrick Garland um, was appointed when Antoine Sc- Anton Sc- Scalia died in 2015. And Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said, we are not going to hold a vote. We're going to wait till the next president. Now, is this ethical? Yeah, sort of. Is it moral? Yeah, it is. Is it legal? Absolutely. What McConnell is doing now is a president's here, the president's here, and he'll hold the vote. He is, uh, the president is a Republican. The Senate Majority Leader is a Republican. This isn't unethical. This isn't immoral. It definitely is not illegal. It's politics, and that's how politics works. And it's not like it's never happened before. So all these idiots, they don't know what they're talking about and what McConnell is doing, what Trump is doing. Nothing illegal about it. Absolutely nothing unconstitutional, nothing illegal. Maybe it's kind of questionable, but it's it's definitely political. That's all it is. It's political. And of course, we've got um, uh, we've got uh, Nancy Pelosi, who basically said it would be a travesty, even to the point where she brought up that she didn't bring it up. Okay, here's the question. Here's the thing that was brought up. They asked her, is there any way that you could possibly impeach Donald Trump or William Barr this time to stop the Uh, appointment of a new conservative jurist for the Supreme Court. I don't even have, this came out on Sunday. I just found out about it. I I don't even have anything to, uh, I don't even have any words to it. But then I did listen to the language. And the reality is she said, well, I mean, we have, everything is on the table with it. She never actually said, yeah, we're going to impeach. She never said that. Um, I, for, there are two things with that. One, what are you going to impeach anyone on? You've got to have something to impeach somebody on. There is nothing to impeach anybody on. Two, impeachment has nothing to do with getting a, a Supreme Court justice. It has nothing to do with it. They could impeach Trump tomorrow, and it doesn't make any difference. He can He's still got a job to do. He can get himself a new Supreme Court justice, and no one can stop it. It has nothing, impeachment has nothing to do with it. So the guy who had asked her was uh, Stephanopoulos of ABC News. There's a freaking shock. The guy who basically railroaded Trump in the town hall last week. And it was just, it was like, come on, dude, stop. That's not even a thing. And of course, last but not least, but the funniest of all is our media whore, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She had to stick her nose into all this. Um, even though she really does just doesn't know shit. So let's listen to what she has to say. So let's leave it all in the field. But um, if Mitch McConnell is not going to honor RBG's final wish, we will. We will. And we have to. Right? Not exactly sure what she means by this. As a congresswoman, she really has no say in the vote for a justice of the Supreme Court. She has none. Zero. Nada. 
None of the Congress does. They could all, they could, all 438 of the congressmen can hate um, Donald Trump's pick and it would make no difference. It's only the Senate that makes any difference. And it has to be a majority of the Senate that makes no diff- that that makes a difference. That's it. And they've got it. There's no question. Right now, they've got it. A couple, a couple of uh, uh, Republicans who are never Trumpers are saying, "Well, no, they don't think this is appropriate." Well, you know, does that mean you'll vote for her or not? Are you a Republican or not? And, and by the way, the two are actually losing. Now, what's really interesting is they're actually having a an election in Arizona, and it looks like a Republican is going to be a senator, an interim senator in Arizona. So he will be replacing a Democrat. So I don't think that's going to make absolutely any difference. If Donald Trump elects, they'll do three days of interviews. A vote will go to the floor. This next person, who I'm going to tell you, who I think it is in a few minutes will end up being supreme uh, a jurist on the Supreme Court. The question is, what is she exactly doing? Is sounds is that sounds like a threat? Sound like a threat? My guess is it probably is, and this is where Antifa and BLM and all those idiots come to play. See, here's the whole thing: Biden's whole campaign is to threaten people that we're gonna burn. Cities are gonna burn until Trump's out of office because he's such a terrible human being. It's actually a real turnoff for a lot of people. I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I will definitely vote for Trump in 2020. And I don't know very many people that won't because of all of the baloney that's actually going on out there. It, But the thing is, it doesn't seem like it's a real way to honor a hero by threatening the rest of the country. And the other thing is, what's this dying wish shit? No one heard anything about the only person who the only two people that came up with the dying wish are Maisie Hirono, who lives 10,000 miles away and AOC, who doesn't even know the uh, the jurist, doesn't know Ginsburg. Where are they coming up with this crap? It's really kind of disgusting. Now, the fun part of this are the left's reactions, the left, the, the people of the left. The leftist media, the leftist blue check marks on Twitter. Oh my God, this is going to be pretty awesome. So this is some crazy shit. You're going to love this. There is a channel on YouTube called Mr. Reagan. It's a great channel. And actually, I only pulled a portion of this, but you need to listen to the whole 13 minute video. It's very good. Um, Listen, I just want you to hear his compilation that he created. Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse? Ruth, you just had to make it to 2021! Fuck, 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 fuck. Seriously? God damn it. Fuck you, 2020. Not Ruth. I have not felt this amount of sinking despair since November of 2016. I was violently, physically ill the day after the election, and I was told I was overreacting. Um, clearly, I wasn't. I'm honestly shaken to the core with fear for my rights and the rights of my fellow queer individuals. Trump can appoint whoever he wants. If he's in the mood for 30 more years of oppression for women and queer people, like that's that's what we're gonna get. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little scared. Um, I feel like she was one of the only things 
standing between us and fascism. Where were you when you found out that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had died? Because I burst into tears in the middle of Target. But this is also one of the scariest things that has happened. We're fucked. K5678, rest in peace to America. Rest in peace to our rights. Rest in peace to all who are not straights and male and white. Rest in peace to America. Rest in peace to our rights. Okay, if you need to see the video, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Click on, on the channel. I actually have the entire uh, video at the bottom. It is hysterical, and listen to Mr. Reagan's entire thing. These people are insane. The fact that these people can vote is disturbing enough. But this is, does any of this sound normal? I mean, Ginsburg survived the Bush administration twice, survived the, by the way, Ginsburg voted to allow Bush to become president. I think. And then she survived the Trump administration. So I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But some of the some of the things that are coming from the, the blue check marks on Twitter is actually kind of scary. And you this is something I I told you three or four times is gonna happen civil war. So listen, this is Reza Azalan, who is uh, some sort of Iranian professor, Muslim professor. And he also had a show on CNN. He said, if they try to replace, on Twitter, he said, if they try, and try is in capital, to replace RBG, we burn the entire fucking thing down. Wow, that sounds stable. How about Laura Bassett? I don't know what she does, but she's another blue check mark, and I know she's some sort of either teacher or writer or something. If McConnell jams someone through, which he will, there will be riots. Someone forgot to tell her there have been riots for the last four months. So I don't know what she's talking. What? There's going to be more riots. Here's one from Katie Herzog. Again, I think this is a, a writer of some sort. Uh, all we can hope for in times like these is that Mitch McConnell has a stroke from laughing too hard. I, I, I think that is disgusting. And it's just, okay, so you're wishing someone dead. I guess it's not that disgusting. It's not funny, but it's, you know, all right. That's fine. Emmett McFarlane, he's a writer again. Burn Congress down before letting Trump try to appoint anyone to SCOTUS. That means Supreme Court of the United States. Um, burn Congress down. So let's burn it all down. That's a good idea. Let's burn down the government. Good for him. Here's Dr. Jesse Christensen. If they ram through an appointed an appointment in the next two months, will riot. I will. I will riot. Um, again, I guess the doc hasn't been around for the last four months, living in her ivory towers, to realize that people have been rioting already. They've been burning down cities. Where did and where does the doctor? What does the doctor expect to do? Throw a stethoscope at someone? What an idiot. Okay, here's Bo Williamson. He's some sort of a, country, a writer of music or something. I, I don't know. You'll have to look these people up. I, I didn't bother because they're all just so stupid. So here it is. Uh, we're shutting this country down if Trump and McConnell try to ram through an appointment before the election. Democrats are trying, are shutting down the country. Bo, 
Just because you're working doesn't mean anybody else is. Every blue state in this country has a lockdown, including my state of California. We're still locked down. What do you mean they're going to shut down the country if he rams in a vote? No, he's going to do it leak. First off, he's not ramming in a vote. It's not like Trump is going to pick up a guy and put or a gal and put her on the Supreme Court. No, it's going to go through the vote. It's going to go through the legal constitutional process. End of story. And finally, stop telling me to vote. I'm going to vote. I've been voting. Tell me when we're meeting outside Mitch McConnell's house. Oh, doxing. There were many, many more with the same vitriol or worse. There were people with blue check marks actually cursing out Ruth Bader Ginsburg for dying before Trump was out of office. I shit you not. These people are sick. And Twitter has become, I can, I can barely look at Twitter anymore. Now, do I want to now, do I want to point out that none of... I do want to point out that none of these people have been suspended or flagged for what is obvious threats of violence on Twitter. None of them. Trump tweets a video about a doctor saying that hydroxychloroquine is might be something, a good therapeutic, and Trump's account was actually suspended. So we got a little problem with our media, huh? These people have been protesting for four years since Trump got into office, before Trump got into office. Nothing Trump has done is going to, nothing Trump does is going to be accepted by the leftist nutjobs. We had the lowest unemployment, the fastest growing economy in history. Trump ended ISIS and killed two of the most vicious terrorists in the Middle East. He brought Iran and North Korea to heel. He had a major peace deal between Israel, Bahrain, and the UAE, something that hasn't been done in 24 years. And he did it with two countries when our past history says only two other countries did it. All the way since Carter in 79. Or 78, excuse me. Nothing he does is going to be right. Nothing he does is going to be fine. So you know what? Why should Trump care if he does something that pisses the left off? Why should he? Go ahead. They're just going to be pissed off anyway. They're already rioting. They're already protesting. So go for it. Do it. And he's going to do it. He's already said he'll have one by this week. And McConnell will probably start the, the deal, start the uh, the uh, hearings next week and probably have the vote next weekend. And by the way, this is the fastest court justice pushed through. 45 days sounds like it's a long time. It's not. Uh, I think it was President... I can't remember who the president was, but he pushed out three in 42 days. So one in 45 days, not unprecedented. So I have some thoughts about this. The media and their brood are saying that it is a hypocrisy since McConnell wouldn't give a vote for Merrick Garland, an Obama appointee. This isn't hypocrisy. I'll say this again. It isn't hypocrisy. It's politics. McConnell was a Republican. And Obama was a Democrat. The Supreme Court didn't have any serious hearings. And um, there was going to be a presidential election in two months. McConnell said, I don't want the president that this guy, that this president is saying, we're going to hold it off. It is the Senate majority leader that determines when they have a hearing. And he said, we'll have one. We'll have one after the president's elected. Trump won. That did it. If Trump had lost, 
and Hillary Clinton had won, guess what would have happened? They would have had a hearing for a they would have had a hearing for a Supreme Court justice, and Merrick Garland would have gotten in. Unless Hillary Clinton decided to screw Merrick Garland and then pick her own person, which I'm pretty sure that's exactly what would have happened. So this is not hypocrisy. This is not unethical. It is not immoral. It is not illegal. It's politics, and that's all it is. Again, I'll say it again, because you're going to hear these arguments. 45 days is not a long time to push through a Supreme Court justice. Okay? So, he can do this. It can be done in literally three weeks. It's not going to, it's going to be nowhere near. Matter of fact, it could be pretty close to the second debate that this is actually done. And here's the question. Who do I think the pick is going to be? I personally think it's going to be Amy Coney Barrett. She is a brilliant jurist, conservative, religious, and only 40 years old. So we are going to have a couple of generations with her in the Supreme Court. Also, it is unlikely anybody is going to be accusing her of being a gang rapist. She's been married for 20-some-odd years. She has seven children. It's The only thing the Democrats are going to go after her for is her religion. That will be a turnoff. I would love... She's a Catholic. I would love the Democrats to go after her for her religion. Because you know what? Most of the country is Christian. Or most of the country is religious. And they don't see religion being religious as a problem. So that will be a selling point for Trump during the debates and during the campaign. As far as the riots, they're going to continue. They're going to get worse. The violence will only build. Um, People are going to die. Anyone with a MAGA hat on or whose politics are right of left will be threatened. This is why Trump and McConnell shouldn't give a damn about what these people think. They're going to threaten us anyway. They're crazy, and the crazy isn't going to go away because of these delays in the pick. Ted Cruz also brought up something very important. This is not the time to have a four on have an eight-person Supreme Court during a contentious election. Because we may have to have a Supreme Court who's going to have to make a decision. And we need nine members on the Supreme Court. Having eight, back when we had, what's his name gone, there was nothing happening. But having a split Supreme Court is probably not a great idea. Do I think politically this is going to be really, really, really bad? Yeah. I think in the future this is going to be really, really bad because I think the first Democratic president that comes out is going to pack the Supreme Court. That person just going to add four more jurists, make it from nine to 13, and make sure they're all leftists and they're all young leftists. That's what I think is going to happen. I think we're screwed either way. But I think it's time It's time to fight. And one of the things I really would push Donald Trump for, invoke the Insurrection Act. Because when he picks Amy Comey Barrett on, I think it's probably going to be Wednesday or Thursday. When he picks Amy Comey Barrett, it could be Tuesday. Because I think McConnell wants to get this thing going. There will be riots, and they will be worse. He needs to implement the Insurrection Act, clean these streets up so people like me don't uh, get hurt, don't get killed, don't have our places destroyed. 
This stuff needs to happen. This could be Trump's greatest October if he plays it correctly. So far, I'm not horribly impressed. I think he's done very well, but he's done pretty well. But I think he needs to play this right. He needs to play this as the leader of the country. And who gives a freaking damn about the people who don't like him? Because they're never going to like him. He could cure cancer. It's not going to make any difference. Okay. That was a great podcast. I had fun on that one. So you can listen, you can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Stitcher and YouTube. You can, um, you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at runninfool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. I hope you guys had fun with this one. And I got a feeling the fun is just beginning this week. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. 